Hello, I am Rabbi Moshe Schwab, and I'm glad you could be here with us. Uh, this is the uh, accompanying uh, teaching to Lechacha, uh, and it, it, entitled Becoming a New Person. You know, in the uh, Torah study, I did mention that, you know, I, I, I try to hear from God every week about something. And I just, one thing in particular, uh, last week I thought God said to me, God is greater than all and can work in all situations. And of course that's true. You know, we measure what we hear from God by by the Bible, and God is a creator, so he can he can actually do whatever he wants to do. So, uh, I base my uh, teachings on what I pray and I uh, on what I think God is telling me to talk about. So, uh, can you imagine Abraham back in his day going to Canaan? Uh, he's told to go to a land that he knew little about. You know, before we go somewhere, we, we do some research, we know where we're going, we know what to expect. Uh, I remember the first time I went to Germany, I bought a train pass to get so that I could get wherever I needed to go, but there were still a huge amounts of uncertainty for me. Uh, you know, I had to be paged to make connections with my friends in Nuremberg. In Friedrichs, Friedrichshafen, I, w I was on the wrong side of the train station when my friends came to pick me up, and I went back home, thinking I wasn't there yet, and so I called them up and they had to come back. Uh, for things in life, we are on a journey of sorts with lots of unknowns, and it is the same thing for our spiritual journey. We, we need to reach for God and start our spiritual journey first of, first of all. Perhaps you've begun a spiritual journey of your own. We have to start somewhere. Perhaps at one time you said a prayer that began with your spiritual journey. Uh, the prayer wasn't the end of your journey. Uh, it was only the beginning. Uh, a big inning in baseball often makes sure that that's, about, that's the end of the game. But uh, <clears throat> the beginning of our spiritual journey uh, is is not is the beginning, not not the not the end. <laughs> we should understand that our spiritual lives depend on our continued commitment each and every day. Our spiritual growth is an intentional and mindful process. It differs for everyone because we are all different. We all must start our journey wherever we are. Uh, our inner self sees our need for this turning towards God in very different levels of intensity. Beginning the process and continuing this process throughout our lives is important for our continued spiritual growth. Shul said in Ephesians 4, 11-13, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints, the saints, those are those are the ones that are set apart and to live holy lives. It's it's not a end all term, like says some use it. Um, for the work of the uh, for the let's see, uh, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of the Messiah, till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of the Messiah. 
So we've got a long way to go. We all have a long way to go no matter where we're at, really. Uh, as holy separated ones, saints, our goal is to be perfect. Shul says a little further on in, in Ephesians, we are to be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love. He's just quoting the Torah. The Torah tells us we're to be like we're to be like a holy for God is holy. God is good and perfect. So we, we have high standards. So we need to learn how to walk with God to His glory. We're in the process of returning to our true selves that God created, to the true God who desires a connection and relationship with us. We are making changes in how we live and think. It is God's will that His creation be, be an honor and a glory to Him. Psalm 72:19 says, Blessed be His glorious name forever and let the whole earth be filled with His glory. We are changing from being a person of the world to a new citizenship, to joining those who want to be God's people, to, bring tr to being true children of God who give God the glory by, by how we live. We are no longer citizens seeking a dead earthly nature. We are to seek to be a glory to God, and Ephesians 2, 1 and 2 says, And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world. Shul then says that we are not aliens to God's promises. We are to live separated holy lives, saints, with God as our Father and King. Now therefore, in Ephesians 2, 19, it says, now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Well, who, what is, who is he talking about? Well, the Jews were all already the household of God, so they were joining with the other saints when they became believers. Seek to be to the glory of God and, and let nothing else rule us. What is inside us? Do we find God at the center of our lives or something else? Yeshua tells the spiritual leaders of his time that they look okay on the outside, but on the inside they don't look so good. Yeshua said, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful, beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead man's bones and all uncleanness. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. Matthew 23, 27 and 28. The same is true today. People say they are okay and doing well, but they don't live right. They may say they live right, but their values change like the wind, so they're no more than hypocrites who look good on the outside like those tombs full of dead man's bones. There is a right way and a wrong way to live. We know that doing certain things brings pain to others, and there are destructive actions that bring offense into the world. In contrast, there, is a good, there are good ways to live. Good ways bring good into the present. God knows what's best because he is God. Doing things his way brings the goodness of God into our lives and the world. Remember Deuteronomy 4, 2, 
4, 6 says that his commandments give us wisdom and understanding. People don't read the scripture, so they don't know this. We leave our formal li former lives of hypocrisy behind. Our lives are turned upside down with a new culture and our different view of life and how we are to relate with others. Everything we do then comes out of our new life and we struggle to leave what is worldly and summon strength to move forward, to rebirth, to be being a new person. We die to the old self and become new in the Messiah through our faith in Yeshua. In Ephesians 4, 22 and 20, through 24, it says, That you put up concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the, to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in righteousness and holiness. We are to make the effort to be a new person. We are to live a life that is truly right, a life set apart wholly for our God and King. We seek to live the kingdom life under the authority of the King, and we have put off rebellion towards our King. Make your life clean spiritually. Be part of God's righteous people. Yeshua said the spiritual leaders were unclean spiritually. Their inner lives were disgusting full of dead man's bones. Yeshua said they practiced lawlessness. That is the Greek word anomia. And that is the, anomia is the uh, word that the ancient rabbis used for Torah. And A, the A before it means not Torah. So it means Yeshua basically is saying they are not, they, they didn't keep the Torah. That's that word lawlessness. So, so an anomia, then, is not keeping the Old Testament law. Again, there was no New Testament at the time, so not keeping the Torah is disgusting to Yeshua. You need to decide if you want to do things God's way or do it your own way. Instead of doing things your own way, do them God's way. Do what is right. That's what righteousness means. Proverbs 21, 21 says, He who follows righteousness and mercy finds life, righteousness and honor. God loves those who live holy lives apart from sin, his saints. For the Lord loves justice and does not forsake his saints. They are preserved forever. That's an Old Testament scripture. Psalm 37, 28. God sees us. And our king will hear us. Psalm 34, 15 says, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, those that are doing what is right, and his ears are open to their cry. Seek. So we should seek God and keep his commandments. Do what his word says. Don't sin. Psalm 119, starting in verse 12 through verse 10 through 12, With my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord, teach me your statutes. Every success builds on our new direction and gives us reason to continue to pursue, pursue change. We are on a journey, a pilgrimage, a new walk or way of life. 
We are to engage and continue in godly behavior, behaviors and keep, keep God's commandments. We continue on in our journey until the ultimate end of our journey, our walk culminates in the new heaven and earth, in the new Jerusalem where God will wipe away all sorrow and he will be our God and King. Revelation 21, 4, 4 and 5 says, And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. And he said to me, Write these words, Write, for these words are true and faithful. God is true and faithful. And we will be in the new kingdom if we remain faithful just like Abraham and all those who were, who were faithful towards God. I look forward to meeting Abraham in the future kingdom. Yeshua said, And I say to you that many will come from the east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 8.11 So I'd just like to would close with the ironic benediction, the prayer. Uh, of blessing. So let's do that now. Yeverecha Yehovah veYishmerecha Yaerehovah panavlecha vichunecha Yisa Yehovah panavlecha v'semlecha shalom Yehovah bless you and keep you. Yehovah make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Yehovah lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Tov. Have a good week.